TNE Network. Way. One dog's looking the other way. Like, what do you, this guy's like, what do you want from me? Uh, it's a little weird. It it's is. Little, it's a little weird. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm comfortable, but it's it's weird. Yeah. We're going to have to just jump jump in with both feet, Jared. I guess so. How you doing? I'm weird. Jared. I'm doing weird. <laughs> We're in a different room. We're in a new room. Yeah. We're in our temporary studio. Yeah. Studio B. This, We're this in Studio is, B. I've, let's see. When you do math, it was like A prime and B. B. Well, we did that when we were writing songs. It'd be part A, part B, part A, part then to A prime, <laughs> <laughs> which is I think how Def Leppard uh, did their uh, you know pre bridges Some Mutt Lang stuff. Yeah, yeah. some Mutt Lang stuff. We're on the verge, Jared. Yeah, we're gonna power through though. We're not talking about um, Def Leppard on this episode, no. though, are we? No. I think we're kicking off. I think we're just hitting the iceberg on something here. I think so. Something you so cleverly named. Did I? Yeah. I feel like you might have said it, but maybe I, I think it was you. That's that's how we work. Yeah. Um, Top of the pops. It's uh, let's see, the ladies of the eighties. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Sounds like it should be like a, a show on Sunday afternoon on the classic rock station. <laughs> right after breakfast with the Beatles, we got uh, get the let out. Yeah, and you, then after that, we got the ladies of the eighties. Icely done. Yeah, yeah. You you have to say from now on because obviously your delivery is just way cleaner. Ladies of the eighties. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's talk about Pat Benatar. Pat Benatar. And let me tell you, I don't know much about Pat Benatar. Uh, he's kind of uh, been woven into my into my system. I mean, when I was yeah. listening to the radio as a kid, Pat Benatar was on the radio. She's just part of the fabric of growing up listening to the radio. Yeah. And that's, so that, then I want to ask you this question then, because that's what I've been thinking about all day. What genre do you put this in then? Ooh. Uh, you know, pop rock is what's going to jump out at me. Okay. Um Right away, without being gender specific, and not even that I have a title for a gender specific instance, but uh, you know, it's not like Lady Power Rock or some you know thing like that. It's, it's you know, uh, I see a, a there's pop tendencies all over this thing. There's uh, a little bit of rock, and and there's a, a parallel I'm going to make uh, during one or two of these songs that I didn't see coming until I listened to this album today. Okay. And this album's fairly rocking. It is, yeah, it is. You know, nineteen eighties. We're talking is basically late seventies. Yeah, the, we're, yeah, nineteen eighty. So when you call them this the eighties, this right, is right. as fresh as the eighties are ever going to be. I know that. Yeah, I know that. But it, it's uh, it's like it's got a foot in a lot of different. It's got a lot of feet and a lot of different uh, pies. That's that's how the metaphor goes, that, right? That is exactly a lot of how irons uh, in. In the kitchen. The bush will get you <laughs> two in the hand. Two pies off the sill. Yeah, save nine. <laughs> but really, it's it's like, um, it's almost like, you know what Prince was doing at this time? Like controversy. It's almost like that, too, where he was, it's not quite new wave, 
but it's right. rocking. Right. But they get a little bit of keyboards in there and a little, uh, like, oh, do the other guys, the romantics, like what I like about you, that just kind of like jaunty mm-hmm. 80s. You know, maybe this is like stem cell for, for like <laughs> pop rock and like yeah, synth yeah. rock and, and, and some of these other genres that are gonna, have been developing or not. Like, hey, yeah. Benatar is a little bit of a nexus, mm-hmm. which is what makes me excited about uh, getting into the ladies of the 80s. Uh, here on the next episode podcast where we cover second albums. That's uh, we what talk we about do. What makes a second album. And I'm going to tell you, uh, Pat gets a hit off of this album. Biggin. There's a few singles, but yeah, there's, uh, there's, there's so some you big think hits. Of, when you think of her. Right. Yeah. Do you know what I like about that song too? The song that shall not be named? No, not yet. Um, is uh, I'll hum it. And I won't know what song I'm humming. It's got some pretty it's cool dynamic so, parts. Yeah, yeah. It's so ingrained. Yeah, I do that sometimes. If you, I'm in a tune and you're like, what is that from? Like, it's so familiar. You know it yeah. inside and out and you can't remember what the song was. Yep. That's how I feel about Pat Benatar. <sighs> All right. We're both losing our mind together. Then I feel better. Yeah, good. Yeah. No, we're right in pace with each other. <laughs> I remember like seeing her on Solid Gold doing that song that should not be named. Yeah. Like, yeah. Looking all cool well i mean that's you know speak of the cover of this album pat benatar's got some style and i think pat <laughs> pat may be the benatar that launched a you know a, a thousand benatars yeah a thousand benatars there look was at, a look at the uh, bring up prince again but look at how he dressed wendy and lisa right very benatarish very benatar <laughs> quite <laughs> yeah she had that kind of like t- it, she her look so she had that kind of like that short tomboy cut and, but and, curly and but, thick, yeah, you know, and the, kind of like the whole leather and lace deal. Like she's a tough girl, but the, she's, she's sensitive, and so she's very yeah. She contains, contains multitudes. The, the, for sure, and the and the cover of this album is her basically in a jazzercise leotard, <laughs> which right. you could just wear out. <laughs> and that was the thing you could just do. And it's you know it's it's above a little bit above the waist, and she's you know she's not looking at you. She's she's busy. She's working out or she's rocking. She's <laughs> writing a song. Like? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. She's in like a well, it's kind of like bedazzled a little bit I'm from the sure. waist up. Look like she's oh, that's like a ballet bar. She's doing ballet, is what she's doing. Well, she's I think she can dance. I think she can move and probably put on an awesome live show. Yeah. And I didn't watch any her videos were any. I mean, I remember yeah. the videos too. They were all pretty uh, far out, man. It was you the second video I ever played on TV. I know that. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah. after, yeah, the uh, radio, the, the Buggles, or who are they? I think it's the Buggles. The Buggles. Buggles servers was first. Where video killed the radio star. Yes. Yeah. And then Pat Benatar. And then Pat Benatar. So there you are, Benatar. She. Ben, <laughs> wait, where's the Buggles now? Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you follow? Oh, you follow. Okay. <laughs> oh, she's, she's still not, alive, right? Yes, she is. And still touring. Her and Neil. They're like uh, they, they're Neil Bill, Benatar, her cousin. Neil, Neil Geraldo, her <laughs> husband, who is the guitar player and her co writer. And basically, you know, they're life partners, musical partners. Wow. This is, and this one is, you know, What's that? It's 40 some years they've been going at it. Hey, you can't tell me that Benatar was not tempted on the road by some, you know, some sweet <laughs> cock. <laughs> some, you know, yeah, all that dude. sweet groupie cock they write songs about and <laughs> write books about. Well, yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, but maybe that is something that we just accidentally touched on that won't come up with Pat Benatar. Obviously committed relationship. Well done. Because um, that's got to be tough in that arena. I think it's, I think it's easy. Is it? If, if it's boltier it, there. Good point, Jared. You know? See, you're coming from someone with a history of a successful relationship. Serial monogamist. Um, and so, uh, but there are some of these ladies from the 80s that got got into some dirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did, we already did the Go-Go's, though. No, we didn't. Yeah, I think we did the Go-Go second album. That's who I was thinking of. Well, they, yeah, they, did we do the I Go-Go's? I thought we did. Check the tape. I don't know. Maybe we didn't. I feel like we did, though. Yeah. yeah. All right. They well, did. They uh, there. That's why there was no groupie cock left, is because the Go Go's took Go-Go's, it all. Yeah, yeah. They were the Led Zeppelin of <laughs> their day, right? <laughs> a little less black magic and maybe a little less heroin. It feels like heroin yeah, no, it, creeps it, its way in everywhere. I, I think. That, yeah, I don't know if the Go Go's got into heroin. One of them did. One of them had to. It's just prerequisite. Is it? Do you know something? No, I don't know. I don't I know. know nothing. I just was a podcast. I feel like Pat kept her nose clean. You didn't hear shitty things about Pat uh-uh. or Neil. Let's listen. Okay. Treat Me Right, which uh single in its own right. I don't think it, it's it did well enough. They still play it on classic rock. Yeah. Um You'll know it. That little blondie uh Call me, and I don't know which came first, and maybe one. Maybe it's just what shit sounded like back then. Yeah. Go that. You want me to leave? You want me to stay? You ask me to come back, you turn and walk away. You want to be lovers, and you want to be friends. I'm losing my. I mean, that's that's also a Def Leppard guitar tone right there. You could, you could, where you it's hear tight. that attack yeah you hear that attack but you don't well, hear this, the pick this guy the producer and I just put I put it down on my screen but he would do like uh, big records of this era treat me right recorded at Sound City Van Nuys oh, California okay the on that special magical board right that Dave Grohl has in his garage that now. He, I think he keeps it in his garage next to uh uh, Michael Jackson's bones and the, the Elephant Man and Michael Jackson's bones are together at last. <laughs> so I mean, you know, uh, Wikipedia and some other internet uh, geniuses say that this is hard rock and pop rock. You know, well there you go. You said pop rock. I think it's right in there. And it I guess hard rocking. It does for 1980. It definitely gets hard rocking. It, but it doesn't get into satanic hard rock. And that you well, know, hell is for children. Dude. See, you know what I mean? Isn't that weird that all uh, of a sudden? He, uh, uh, yeah. You had to you had to put a little Satan in it back then just to get the parents upset a she little knew. bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feels yeah. like there's good people around her. Keith Olsen <laughs> did, did the uh, production on this. Yeah, one. he was the producer. He he did some shit like Ozzy Osbourne, Ozzy Osbourne, White Snake, yeah. Foreigner, Santana, Grateful Dead, Fleetwood Mac, Magnum. What, what do all those bands have in common? They sound great. They sound great. Rick Springfield. Yeah. Boom. Oh. <laughs> there, yeah. See, there's Neil. Well, watch him go. They did. <laughs> yeah. You're going to hear a few of those for the album. That, this is a, this is a penetarism here. This kind of breakdown in her voice. Oh, yeah. 
I like her falsetto backing vocals though. Yeah. Just give it a little bit more because she's kind of she's got a rough voice, but it puts that femininity in it. And yeah, it's nice. And you know her tone just fits right into the right into it in the mix. It's, yeah. it's not her Neil stay out of each other's way because she's kind of in that zone. Sammy Hagar songs in 1980 kind of sounded like this too. Yeah, a little bit, but it but it's a similar dynamic because he's uh, you know uh, there's care to the guitar and there's care to the vocals and they're not stepping on each other. Yeah. Like even those you know guitar attacks. Very well that's mixed. Very well mixed, but it's not happening when she's singing. It's now like uh, you know um, you know less less than half that. Boy, I, I didn't know I was going to have to do math on this. <laughs> But he lets it breathe. He he does the bass note. Doom, doom, doom. Yeah. You know, she can sing over it. And then yeah. when she's not singing, he's hitting the da 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 That's a relationship. That that's is, a special bond. It's a special bond. And they were just newlyweds back then. Just young pups. Wow. You know what they had in store for them. Salad days. I tell you. And and automatically the second the first song on her second album, which breaks her, is Treat Me Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just so we got this straight. <laughs> uh, this is Pat Benaptar. See my name's on the album. Yeah, I am I am gonna pull up the credits because I do wanna beyond Neil, I wanna talk about the other guys on this record. Yeah, let's go uh, let's go to the personnel. Boom. So uh Scotty St. Clair Sheets on the guitar. I'm guessing that's rhythm. Yeah. Oh, he's got a blue. Hold on. He's blue. Means he did other shit. Nope. Scotty. <laughs> nothing. Scotty played with Pat. That's yeah, it. Yeah, that's, that's it. Uh, Roger Caps. Contract. Roger Caps on the bass. Yep. And background vocals. A little bit of background. Of that, part of that nice mix. Merton, oh, gonna make me put on the glasses. That, that's Myron Grumbacher. Myron, oh, Myron Grumbacher. Why didn't you just say? Well, because this is when Myron Grumbacher joins the band. Okay. He wasn't the drummer on the other band. That's right. On the other album. That's right. And the, this, he becomes. This Who's is with getting the new drummer on the second album. See, it's a thing too. It is a thing, and huh. the reason, the unspoken reason outside of the musical realm is that your drummer is not as good. Your songwriting's great, but we got a fucking fire drummer over here, so we're gonna fire this one that's sitting in front of us. Only as good as your drummer. It's you know, it's it'll hold you back. It's like brakes on a car, you know. Like you you may be able to go fast, but can you stop (laughs) and go? It's a stop and go. So Grumbacher, he's new. Uh, Neil Giraldo, as we mentioned. Yep, he's doing a bunch. He's doing rhythm guitars, lead keyboard. This guy's all over the place. Pat Benatar, obviously, on the vocals, but uh, you said the uh, producer's name, Keith Olson? Yeah. Good work, Keith. He did He did good work. This is right in his wheelhouse, and I think it's something that takes, for this time, takes her sound and puts a little hard rock to it, you know? Yeah. Puts a little tooth behind the music, or a tooth in the music, and she obviously has plenty of range and gravitas to her yeah. voice you know you know they played her a lot in cincinnati on wkrp that was like sure definitely that was their format johnny fever did johnny coke fever. with fucking <laughs> neil and, and, and pat in the 
in a green room. That's when Mr. C's foot fell asleep. He thought it was foot powder and put it in his sock, remember? <laughs> Dude, that was a theme in a lot of those comedies back then is the accidental Coke use. Yeah. <laughs> like Taxi had yeah, Jim's cookies. G- <laughs> cookies with cocaine in it. And they're all driving taxis around the city, you know? Yeah, do that now. At one time, uh, Mort caught Mindy, uh, you know, giving handies uh, in Vermont for, for, for bumps, for the bump. And then, uh, let's see. You don't talk about Mindy like that. I, that was my bad. I, I was forced. Obviously I, I gotta, I'm going to do better. I'm going to try to do better. <laughs> let's play the next song. I'm the chief of police. I'm the chief of police. The next song, uh, you better run. Not the, not the Pink Floyd song from the same year. I think those drums sound that, that snare is so tight. It's a little bit of a, like a The Clash kind of, yeah. Not quite punk. Oh, it's almost like too clean of a distorted sound to get yeah. there. There we go. The Blue Oyster Cult too, it like around this time is... <laughs> Blue Oyster Cult is rocking it like this. They do it like this. Those guitar stabs. Mm-hmm. You know what? I, I've seen. I'm seeing a little PJ Harvey in the future. <laughs> yeah. Right. That that could be almost like a PJ lyric that she was just doing there. Yeah, and the and the delivery and the melody of it. Yeah, nice. There's, you know, I think Neil's doing some heavy lifting with that searing guitar. The songwriting is is nice. It's not. Let's just, sorry, nice little breakdown here. Not just uh, let's put Pat in front and we're gonna just back her. It's like they're they're putting yeah, effort into making backing tracks. Yeah, doing them. Harmonics like Eddie. Oh yeah! By the way, Roger Waters. Did you see him listening and bagging on Eddie? Uh, I never, yeah, I never yeah. really listened to him. And and what I thought was awesome is Eddie would probably say the exact same thing about Roger Waters. <laughs> exactly. You know, not, we don't care about everything you say there, Roger. Yeah, like you're not that important. <laughs> I had this other idea. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, why do your why do all your bandmates hate you? I don't know. Hearing an Englishman describe a funny thought that he had. <laughs> I know, right? We just trying to talk about that skit he wrote. Yeah. Fuck yeah. out of here. Fuck out of here. You, you, you peaked at how you can you have any pudding if you don't eat your meat. Just let it go. I love those those off time uh, rides. Yes, two four rides. Oh, Grumbacher. You got to take a drink, but that's a little that's a little Jane's addiction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're supposed to see them soon, and uh, Perry just tore a calf. Dave's got long COVID. Yeah, who the guy from Nine Inch Nails is filling in for him though. Yeah, he also played with uh, Queens of the Stone yeah, Age yeah. too. Yeah, I forget his name. 
<laughs> yeah, it's gonna be I'm, it's gonna be a great show, bro. I'm wondering, but it, it's gonna be interesting to see, and mostly because Eric Avery's playing bass. That is like the Lord gives with one hand and takes with the other. That's, you know what I'm that's saying? That's exactly it. Yeah, that's fucked up. I think it was, we, we got to see him with Eric Avery at the Gorge. At the Gorge, that we nailed nice. it. That at was the full. That was the full yeah. Monty right there. Yep. That was it. And having seen that, I'm now willing to and go down. that was down. like 10 years ago. Yeah. So yeah. it was like. Yeah. Still good. It was still good. It was <laughs> they, still good. They were good at the, at the when we saw them in the, at the Soto, but they didn't have Eric Avery. No. But um, I did hear that they have like four new songs. <laughs> <laughs> well, gosh, I sure hope they don't tarnish their legacy. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I wonder how it's going to be. But Smashing Pumpkins is going to be there. Yeah. And, yeah, I know. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, but Jimmy Chamberlain is playing drums. Okay, there that, you go. That's it. I'll just, yeah. I'll just watch that the whole time. Yeah, it's a mixed bag. Yeah. Worth yeah. the price of admission, though. Because you never know what's going to surprise. Like, uh, we just went and saw New Order at the uh, the arena. Yeah. And I was it's pretty actually excited. just called Order now. Yeah, they're just the, they're actually maybe the old Order. Uh, isn't that like Star Wars, the New Order, the new? Yeah, yeah. That's a, in the in the um, seven eight nine. Yeah, yeah. The New Order is that really no? Yeah. New Order. In the, I think it's the New Order. They're just getting their Tie Fighters and same way. I was excited to see New Order because I actually I really like New Order. You know, actually I kind of like New Order. I really love Joy Division and I kind of like New Order because it was your pals from Joy Division. Yeah, and they got some good songs and they played them all, but it was just kind of like, well, Did it sound all right. No, oh, no. See, I mean, that probably shit. sounded fine because yeah. that's, that's the good. opening band, the Pet Shop Boys. Yeah, brought their A plus game, dude. Like I would have been so bummed if the Pet Shop Boys had not completely, yeah, destroyed. Really? Ah, that's awesome. Ah. <laughs> so good. Yeah, yeah. Like eight costume changes. Neil was going for it, man. He, Holy he shit! The whole thing started out with just the two of them. You know, yeah, with the guy on the keyboard, he would say nothing. He's like the British Terminator X. Wow. <laughs> Which is fitting because I think Neil Tennant is the actually the first British rapper. Really, oh, you gonna yeah. make a case? Yeah, yeah. All right. You know, he's rapping all them songs. He he was. Sometimes you're better off dead. There's a gun in your hand and it's pointed at oh, your head. Yeah, it's true. Call the police. Okay. There's a madman around. That's smooth flow. Yeah, that's smooth flow. Yeah, bars. I like, like. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and when when an old fart can just sit up there, he's got this little tiny keyboard and he just says. Bow, 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 and the place went ape shit. Yeah. Just off a of bass line. Wow. Wow. Let's do Pet Shop second album after, the, right. after the 80s of the ladies of the 80s. See? The ladies of the 80s Thank on you. the TNE Network. <laughs> we'll, we'll hit some of the fellas of the 80s. It doesn't rhyme. It we'll, doesn't really roll. No, nah, we'll good, figure it out. I was trying to think that. The mateys of the 80s. The mateys of the 80s. <laughs> Nobody from the states, though. Yeah, so mateys, marshmallow mateys. Did you have to eat those when your mom got the cereal in the bags at the bottom of the of the grocery aisle? And instead of Lucky Charms, they were marshmallow mateys. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, they were pretty indistinguishable from actual 
You know, shit he cereal. <laughs> yeah, it turns out there's not really too <laughs> much of a not difference. Much of a secret ingredient to that one. This sugar puff tastes different than that sugar puff. Yeah. We were. I was a Fruit Loop family for a little bit. Ah. Fruit Loop man. I am now. I was Cookie Crisp for a while. Oh shit. Um, and uh, uh, the first cereal that I w- that I got on was Giggles and Smiles. What? Yeah, and it's Giggles and Smiles. I mean, they stopped making it probably in like. God, maybe before. Yeah. And uh, yeah, then, you know, when I was in college, Captain Crunch, Crunch Berries. Okay. That okay. shit chew you up, though. Yeah. Yeah, you got to go in. Now, Let's if soak. I'm going to buy cereal, Cocoa Pebbles. Oh, really? Yeah. So I'm a Fruit Loops guy now because all we ever had, we never had the sugary stuff. It was all Rice Krispies or Cheerios. Yeah. And if they were feeling real squirrely, Honey Nut Cheerios. Yeah, which you know it's pretty good, but so you're used to the little donut shape, and I can see why you go to Fruit Loops. Yeah, for all of, I still to, the, to this day, there's better, anything better than Fruit Loop milk. Oh, when you're there's, there's not. Come on. All right, enough cereal talk, Chris. Never want to leave you. Number track number three. I appreciate today. it, man. Yeah, never gonna give you up. God, that's almost like a Jimmy Eat World song starting off right there. Yeah. <laughs> and they're loving that quick attack, kind of almost muted. Oh. Paging Dr. Sting. This is a little left turn from the last song. Yeah. Leaning more into the print side of things, like I said, like except. And there's a little police in there. Yeah, there's a little bit of a Andy. Coming with that kind of doubled high register. It's got a little it, it, <laughs> Not so policey right there Yeah, I could go synchronicity pretty good Oingo boingo I think, I think <laughs> Danny Elfman This time it's, it's in the water, man oh, It's B-52s for a minute <laughs> Yeah, see, that's where it reminds me of, like, You Could Be Mine by Prince. Like, yeah. You know, he could make, like, the new, sexy new wave. And I think what she just did in, the, in that breakdown was uh, those double, uh, more baritone vocals. Mm-hmm. That becomes, like, a signature for lady groups in the 80s. That register when they're, like... Yeah, because it fits in... And it, it works in the cocaine mix, the yeah. crispy cocaine mix. And then you can go up from there if you, like if you need to. Right yep. on cue, dude. There's <laughs> like three of her right there. Anytime you start playing the ride like that, I always think of Stuart Copeland. You know, he did the, yeah. the, 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 the theme song for that cartoon, Droids. Oh, I didn't, really? I, didn't, I just learned that again. Last night. I don't know if I knew it when I was a kid. I'm pretty sure I didn't. Sang it. Wrote it, performed it. No shit. The, the theme song for droids. Everybody looked that up on YouTube. That's that's fun. The media tells me, <laughs> so I believe that. Droids aren't real, dude.
That's a, that's a princey thing to do. It is, yeah. dude. And they're, they're, they're doing polyrhythms there, basically. Yeah. Prince would do that later on, like on the Purple Rain album, in, like Electric Blue. I think that's Neil's. Yeah, yeah Neil that's all Neil. That one. Yes, Unless that's the keyboard player. No, it sounds like a. Even still, I th- I'm, I'm smelling Whatever. Neil's in this composition. Like that's <laughs> a good guitar player has to do this at one time, at one point recorded. Exactly. No auto tune. You could punch in. You could, yeah. You could but punch in. You could do multiple tracks really yeah. on that. And you know they got that magic board, dude. And it's sounding good. It is. It's sounding it's funny, uh, indicative of the time, right? Prince would be recording Crosstown in the in the Van Halen studio, the Sunset Sound. That's where he. So he was in uh, town doing it. Yeah. At the same time. I mean, it is in Crosstown. the air. Yeah. Crosstown traffic. Like literally across town. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Indeed. A lot of stuff going on. 1980. Wow. Man, <laughs> yeah, we're we're like coming online in 1980. I got firm memories of 1980. Yeah. I remember. Uh, Reagan getting elected. Yeah. I remember the the election cycle coming up to that. Yep. And I remember in elementary school, someone, uh, Daniel Riley actually, um, asked, do you like uh, peanuts or jelly beans? That's right. Yeah. And the peanut way. farmer and the uh, guy and that liked jelly beans. And Ronald. Like, well. Yeah. Yeah. I like the yellow ones. I like the red ones. Should have known then. We're gonna like an actor. Yeah, yes, yeah, no. Where did we go just, wrong? Just like we're gonna find out in current events, there was in 1980. There's trouble in the Middle trouble East. Trouble in the Middle East. Gas prices, inflation. There's some familiar themes running through time, Jared. Good thing we got rid of that shitty peacenik peanut farmer. Oh, that so, guy. What did he do after this yeah, presidency? He's only housing the homeless, feeding the hungry. <laughs> right. That's the most Christ-like guy I ever met. <laughs> He can't run a country. I heard. I heard. If you're on the same airplane with him, he'll shake your hand. And he won't even wash it. <laughs> he won't even wipe it off. On his won't even wipe you off, man. <sighs> God, he's got to be like a hundred. Yeah, he's, he's getting he's, there. Yeah, he's up there. Still I don't think they let him get up on, on ladders on. anymore. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does a lot of flooring now. <laughs> he lines out where the walls are going to go and where the yeah, mechanicals like go. Interior in, but, decorator now. Yeah. Doing the trim work. Still important. Still important. <laughs> Some would say the most is the finishing touch. God bless you, Jimmy Carter. God bless Jimmy Carter. Listen, that was never one to leave you, but number four, where's the halfway point on this? Okay, very easy. Oh, was here that, we go. But that, was that her number three? That was. Never one to leave you was her number three, That was right? number three on there. Yeah. So, so you know where that brings us. Yeah, heavy hitting four. Yeah. Um, I want to say so far, the order of everything is nice. It's it's very musically intentional. Very underrated art form. The sequencing of an album when you would have to listen to it in sequence, basically, unless you want to do a bunch of getting up and down and fast forward and rewind on your 8-track or cassette. Yeah. You listen to an album as it was laid out. So it was kind of a little more important to get it right. Yep. And I think that was a nice third placement. You know, it wasn't like a banger, but it was interesting. Had you know, we got into those. Yeah. I think I like it better than "Treat Me Right." Yeah, uh, "Treat Me Right" a good song, but what I like with "Treat Me Right" is 
the first three chords. I mean, boom, boom. You treat me right. That's it's like it, that's it, that's how you. That's a good way to start the album. Sure, but yeah, this is that one was a little bit more musically interesting. It's a little more going on. She had they follow that up. There's no way there could be something better, dude. You could play that first chord. Oh yeah. You ever play hurdle? You know. Had her heart broken, but she's gonna she's get back in the ring with love. I don't think I don't think Pat's got quit in her. <laughs> you know, yeah. Oh. Pretty classic guitar solo too. It's a ripper. Hammer-ons right there. He listens to There's a reason it's a hit, and, there and has, it's not just the hook. Uh-uh. It's little and shit like that. Going left and right. That guitar <laughs> line was going left and <laughs> yeah, right yeah, across yeah. your head. They've mastered the the, stair, the panning that was promised in the early 70s. They just yeah. went what nuts with it. They really refined in the 80s. They refined it. Yeah, it's... Uh, I don't... Th- think she I mean I know she's had single scents that have done very well and you, you know them and everything but it's got to be like her like when she god forbid you know passes on yeah this is the song they're gonna play yeah you know it's like a country ending big ending Pat <laughs> I remember hearing that song at like the state fair and when you're a kid, like you know, when they used to pump music out of the zipper or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That one I real clear memories. It's a get up song, you know? Nice message. <laughs> she wants to get smacked around. Maybe she likes it rough. I don't know. Do you see that jazzercise? She's you know she the cover? Hey, try to hit her. Try to hit Pat because Pat's going to hit you. She's slippery. You, she's slippery. She floats like a butterfly. You know she's going to hit, stick you with two jabs right off the get go. Hit you with her best shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how. That's my uh, you know my impression. Okay, we're going to close out this side of the record. All right, with one more. We are, and it, we kind of mentioned it earlier, but 
this is where Pat gets a little serious about like child abuse or like well, no that's pretty much it child abuse yeah alright hell is for children Chris which is that is the most metal sounding song title right until, until you listen to the lyrics and it's like you know it's like runaway train or uh, my name is Luca you know and you're just like oh Mm. <laughs> like that's a nice little tune. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah. All right, let's. let's but you know, let's still a into, good jam. Get into this one. It's a good way to close out the side. Because you know, in a way, like, uh, it's like, yeah, hell yeah. is for children. Hell, uh, it's a Everybody good spot for him. A lot of room to run. Springfield vibe going. And a little bit of um, November rain, Guns and Roses. So you can't see the tears. Okay. They hide in the light, so you can't see the fears. She run tears and fears. Forgive and forget. Fears. It's right there. All the while. Love and pain. should be a Black Sabbath song. Right? Black Sabbath should cover this and just play it as they would. Straight. Just play yeah. it straight. Just how they would. And it would be insane. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> it's my, I'm going to give you the third side <laughs> eye roll for that. Give, you snapped me a couple looks. That one. <laughs> yes. Oh, hell! <laughs> One of the first rhyming dictionaries that came out in 1980. Yeah. Hit the updated edition. Not only, but you know, and good on her. Got to talk about these things. You know, sunlight is the best disinfectant. Did you know that, Chris? What's that? Sunlight is the best disinfectant. That's yeah, yeah. yeah shed absolutely. On, shed on shed the, some light on that for on, sure. On all this. I mean, that's what kills vampires. You know. True. I, could just, I don't know if she did a video for this, but man, I would have loved to have directed it. <laughs> I would love to go back in time and direct 1980 videos like they did, but look yeah. like I'm a genius because yeah. I'm just coming up with it. <laughs> like, all right, at this point, she's ripping curtains off a wall. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> Letting light into the room. Oh, now, now we're totally and squarely in 1980 Sammy Hagar oh. territory right here. Engine, Steinman, and Meatloaf yeah. a little bit. Just a little bit Rise of the Animal with yeah. Sammy Hagar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. That's the best part. Hell. 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 Yeah. Hell is for hell. Hell is for children. Yeah. Just shout out to Neil because, you know, she's 
you know, when you've been in a relationship long enough, you might get in an argument or two and raise your voice. Yeah. You, you, if she come at you with that shit, like, Neil! <laughs> Neil, it's for Neil! Neil, run for the hills, buddy. Yeah. Because that, that, she means that shit. Do you want to know something? She calls his name like that, he automatically gets down on his knee. Yeah. He takes a knee. Take a knee. He kneels. You know, that's the problem well, with Neil, having that as a name. name. Neil Kaepernick right there. He's going to get down. Old Neil Kaepernick. She got the heights, man. Dude, you could just see her busting into the bedroom like pissed at you. And there's that 1980s <laughs> weird science kind of backlighting oh, behind like her. Oh, coming through the Venetian blinds? Yeah, exactly. Dusty, yeah. like, is somebody got a fog machine And she's in the house? coming from the most brightly lit room. Did Tony Scott direct this <laughs> argument? What is going on? <laughs> Oh, you dude. That's her special gift right there. Like, and uh, like, Ann Wilson doesn't. She can sing real high. Yeah. She doesn't got that. She can't be like, ah. yeah. That's like James Brown or some shit. I don't yeah, know. she can. She can grind it out. Yeah. And um, that Ann Wilson is another. That's it's another universe that they're orbiting. You yeah, know, uh, sound wise. Heart and stuff. is starting to hit a little low point at this at this point. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. It's not, yeah. It's starting to crest for the. But they had several crests. That, yeah, for sure. The first wave is cresting, just like heart. Jefferson Airplane. Starship, but and just Starship. <laughs> That's right. Right. They had three um, phase. They had three phase. But I heart, like the transitional Jefferson did Starship. Better. That's pretty nice. We're gonna do a whole podcast base. That's what we're gonna do for fair warning. Is <laughs> Jefferson gonna, Airplane? It's called like Space Adventure. Gonna get you sick of Grace Slick. That's what it's gonna be called. Had dinner next to a picture of Grace Slick the other night when we were in San Francisco. You we went to one of those old time. Uh, I, I had dinner next to a picture of Grace <laughs> Slick. Went to one of those old timey Italian restaurants where they keep the photos of all the famous people that have eaten oh, there. Nice. So at our at where we're sitting, it was uh, Grace Slick, you know, which Bay Area icon. <coughs> Seal for some reason. Well, you like that for shit. many reasons. And, uh, Robin Williams, Heidi Klum. Yeah. Oh, maybe. And then Melissa. Guess Etheridge. what the rose was, and guess what the kisses were. Dude. <laughs> I didn't see Pat Benadar's picture up there, but I wasn't looking that hard. It was dark. It was dimly lit. Well, here's, restaurant. here's the thing is every one of those pictures, right? They're headshots and yeah. like media shots. It's not like the guy's got a fucking Rolodex of them behind the counter. That's what those stars are carrying. Right. <laughs> they, they bring them with them, and then they're like, oh, you want you one? Know, you, catch a, okay. you catch a free meal. I you think know? I have three of them on Seal's me. Seal's no dummy. Yeah, exactly. Pat Pat pays for a meal. Yeah, she's blue collar like she, that. She'll also send it back, too, if that shit's undercooked. She's, she's not going to eat raw chicken. What the hell? <laughs> so some of the, you know, this is coming out. It's exciting. It's in August is when this Summertime. album came out, you know. But I don't know when these movies came out. But anyway, you might, you might recognize some of these popular movies. Cannibal Holocaust. <laughs> oh, that, that movie that like, caused like, uh, quite the kerfuffle because yet they had to convince people it wasn't real. Yeah, they had to convince people it wasn't real. I think that's like, uh, and also I'm pretty sure they did some dirty shit in that movie too. Maybe. Um, 
But uh, you saying they ate some ate some people? I, I, I'm not sure if it was. Speaking of dirty shit, Blue Lagoon came out. Oh yeah, you can't make that movie now. Yeah, it is. shouldn't have made it then. You know, you had to write a you, you sign a waiver. We can show you daughters. Um, you know, everybody do a couple kit flips and wall cash in Friday the Thirteenth. The first, the first comes okay. out. All right. You want to talk about horror? Shining comes out. Ooh. Okay, so we've talked about 1980 before. It's come up, but anyway, there's some there's some good stuff. Stir crazy. One of my <laughs> early. It, it's a good one. It's a good one. Intro to Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor outside of um, Willy Wonka and True. outside of the Frisco e- Kid. Well, e- <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't see the Frisco Kid. It's about 1980. I, yeah. say, I don't know. But uh, Richard Pryor's comedy. And then you're like, oh, these two guys are doing a movie? It was one of those that I was too young to, you know, appreciate. But I, I, I got a lot of it. And, I, and it opened my eyes to uh, some good guy. Airplane did the same thing, which also came out. Yes. Caddyshack came out. So, I mean, whatever. 1980 is obviously a hit. A hit. A big hip, hip lady. <laughs> um, a couple things that happened that weren't so good. Uh, let's see, was that was it the Challenger disaster? No. Am I off on that one? That was eighty six. Yeah, yeah. Nineteen eighty. That's like Reagan gets shot. I think that was just the eighties. So um, here's a list of nineteen eighties major news that I've memorized. Um, so John Wayne Gacy got sentenced to death for murder of thirty three young men. You ever listen to the John Wayne Gacy episode on last podcast? Oh uh, yeah, left? yeah, yeah. Killer. They, those folks do a good job. Um, U U.S. passes a crude oil windfall profits tax act to tax high profits by oil companies. That's and right. I think they got rid of that though. Uh, former Beatle John Lennon has a terrible day in New York. Yeah. Um, and let's see. The Iraq War begins. Iraq, Iran. Hmm. Their war begins. They started. That's right at the beginning of when they started not getting along. And, uh, you know, whatever, uh, the U.S. beats Soviets on the ice. The Miracle on the Ice. Which is a fun movie to watch. Kurt Russell, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a good one. With some good sideburns. It's some, that movie <laughs> has got some killer sideburns in it. And speaking of sideburn, where I'll leave us off of major events in 1980, Mount St. Helens. Mm-hmm. Burns up blue one top. <laughs> some of its sides in the whole top. The uh, I lo- that there's like the time lapse pictures of it happening. There's oh, no yeah. real, yeah, yeah. It's it's no insane. video. It's Nobody insane. could lug an eighty pound camera. Half a mountain just falls off, dude. It's insane. That's that is um. Shit still doesn't look right. It doesn't look right. It, it it's it's like Pompeii. You know, this mountain just one day blew up. Blew the fuck up with yeah. a with a big boom to start, and then a whole mess after. That's incredible. It's a fucking whitehead on the planet's face. <laughs> it's it just it's, went. It it. Real bad cyst. <laughs> oh, called Doctor Pimple Popper. Can I tell you about the charts then? Yeah, what I'm going to gonna answer a little question we had earlier. Actually, Once I looked. I, I looked at. I peeked. But at number ten, he got Linda Ronstadt. Hmm. I mean, 1980? Yeah, Linda Ronstadt. Yeah. Of course. Oh, my gosh. We have uh, so much road to cover. I know. With her song, How Do I Make You. 
Linda Ronstadt in nineteen eighty she would not have to make me do anything. Mm-mm. Tell Mm-mm. you. Andy Gibb, number nine. The the He's young strong. the baby BG. Strong. Desire, name of that song. Not familiar. Number eight though. Ray Goodman and Brown. Special Lady is the name of the song. How's that one go? I don't know. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Christopher Cross. Yacht Rock is happening yeah. in 1980. Yeah, like, it is, it's, it's peak Yacht Rock. <laughs> Logins, Logins is Yacht doing rock. it. Fucking, uh, what's his name from the Doobies? Shape of Chris, Cool The other Chris. You said Chris Cross, right? You uh, Christopherson, Chris Christopherson. Who's the guy from the Doobie? That guy, Michael. Michael McDonald. Yeah, he's having yeah. a good era as well, right oh here. Oh my god! Oh uh, my gosh! Rupert Holmes. I'm going to tell you what. There's a lot of people I'm not very familiar with. Well, I mean, when we refer to coming online every now and then, this is like turning on the computer. We're yeah. not necessarily online yet, but we, no. there's there's some there's some things yeah. starting to connect. We're good from here on out on the chart, though. I'm gonna just tell you that. All right, and Rupert. Oh, his name of his song was him. Rupert Holmes. Him. Go check it out. Apparently, it was a number six hit. It was twelve weeks on the chart. What are you gonna do? Number five, though. Cool and the Gang. Too hot. Okay. Too hot, lady. Dude. Cool and the Gang. Too- the Commodores? Yeah. Yeah. This is all happening. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Number four. Queen. Crazy little thing called love. Oh my gosh. Maybe one of my least favorite Queen songs. However. That's because Hillary always forgets that it's a Queen song. She does. I always forget that it's the Queen song because it's not as good as their other songs. True. But it doesn't sound like any of their other songs. It's true. Uh, that's, there's several scores of Queen songs that would take over that one. However, that's nevertheless. Man, whatever you pick it, you're picking the nicest rose in the exactly. In, you know, in the in the rose now, here forest. Here we go, Chris. This is gonna be interesting. Number three is Blondie with "Call Me." Yeah, we were wondering who ripped off who with the. Yep. We'll never know. They came out same year. Yeah, same week. Jesus Christ. So you know, there's okay. There might be something more to that. We're gonna have to explore that. We, I wonder what album Call Me is on with Blondie, mm-hmm. you know? All right. I, I, see, no foul saying, pl- I see no foul play is what nah. I'm saying. The Spinners, working my way back to you. Oh. <laughs> right? Yeah. That seems late for that, but maybe it's a re- like it's a redo or something. Yeah. What, what, let's see. That's working only 20, 50 years ago yeah. almost, or less, a little less than 40-something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess it could be. And number one, everybody's favorite old prick Roger Waters and the rest of Pink Floyd <laughs> with another brick in the wall part yes, two yes number one and it was number one last week I've been on the chart for 12 weeks hearing another brick in the wall it's gotta be 1980 yeah. it was the winter time at my auntie's house and it was a family gathering, which didn't happen. I mean, it happened on, you know, Christmas Eve's on my dad's side of the family. Yeah. We'd all get together. Different house every year, right? Four members of the family. Moved it around. Three guys, one lady. So we were at Aunt Dee's house. Um, she had a pond in the back. and it was Seen fr- that pond? It was frozen over. And uh, we were, people were ice skating back there. 
and it almost feels like a dream. <laughs> Other than, I remember I, I'm not a, I can't ice skate, so I was in my boots, but I was also uh, six at the time. Yeah, and uh, so I was boot skating in the evening ish, and uh, and everybody else, cousins and stuff like that, skating around, and um, since. Then, and really up till now, but I haven't done it in a long time, uh, I always thought I should wear a cape. I always thought I was cut out for a cape. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I was wearing a towel, which nice. is the go-to cape. Sorry, everybody's first cape. Welcome back, Cotter Towel. It had... It had, <laughs> had a horse shack on it. Oh, yeah. It had, it had all of their faces on the oh back. God. Had all the sweat hogs on the back. Uh, just their faces drawn. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, another brick in the wall was playing mm. and i remember that fucking so clearly yeah. hearing that song and thinking this is like you, you knew you heard music but this was almost <laughs> like a chant yeah, it yeah. was you know it had this thing and then of the course disco it, beat but the, the funky guitars the, and then the kids things, the kids you tied it you what are kids doing in music i didn't know yeah you know I didn't, I didn't find that out till later. Talking about we don't need no education. And also... With your double you know, negatives. Kids are for hell. You could use a little bit. <laughs> kids are... That's right. Kids show up... Apparently kids show up in music Satan, every now and then. Leave them kids alone. Right. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> <sighs> that is the year that was, 1980. Yeah. Are yeah. You like them apples. You're gonna kick off the second side, and I like this song a lot. The, uh, it doesn't have quite the popularity meter here as, as like uh, some of the tracks on this album, but I like it. Uh, Little Paradise. Want to hear? Yeah, I do. Ah, uh, see? Grumbacher. So good to start out a second side. Boogie. Boogie, boogie. That's a little Hollywood Nights Bob Seger. Uh, also hit it hard right now. Streets. I mean, you have to. Some, you, you have, have to, to mention the streets. streets. You got to talk about the streets. There's so much feel in that ride, in that you know someone's playing that live drum kit, and he's hitting that bank, 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 like syncopation. There's doubled up, and just for the last note, she goes high. She got legs. Yeah. <laughs> it was easy Especially top right there, that guitar sound right there. That groovy's easy topish. Things. Listening to this album today reminded me of so many past and present, uh, present-ish yeah. artists. Yeah. You know, yeah. 
is almost indicative of the 80s and everybody like everybody had to take a swing at that everyone was starting to whip the dicks out because of Eddie yeah and it was like yo you know you felt kind of insufficient if you couldn't pull together a couple you, good pull-offs you know figure skating has the compulsories right yes. you have to be able to in a good solo this camel. time you gotta be able to do the compulsories you gotta do the hamel camel yep <laughs> a triple nipple uh release <laughs> This is the dinner. This is the dinner table. This is the dinner party. Pull out. Yeah. Someone goes. Is this my bed? That's already like fucking ages. Yeah, it is. You want to go in the closet for a minute? Yeah. Now pass that gravy. <laughs> Good old thing. Oh yeah, you could jam on this riff for a little bit like yeah. dirty movies too. It is a Van little Halen. bit like dirty movies. And that was a fade out, and it had a lascivious drum groove. And kind of snaky guitar leads like that. About the same time. Once again, this is just a very 1980 kind of thing happening here. Yeah. This indicative of the 1980s of the core good music that was happening around then. Yeah. You know? It gets slanderous. You say, oh, that sounds like the 80s. You automatically it can mean kinda... a lot of things. Yeah. That's what we're finding out. It doesn't mean a good thing when people say it like that. Right. How many records did we listen to this this year that sounded like the 80s? We had that Dua Lipa record sounded like the 80s. So didn't ACDC's TNT come out in 1980? 79 or 80, yeah. So, I mean, right, right in, in there. there. Right in there. Depends which time they put it out. They put that record out three times. They did put it out three times. <laughs> There's... No, 1980 is actually Back in Black. Back no. in Black came out in 80. 80 or 81, yeah. With Brian Johnson? Yeah. No, Maybe shit. 80. Definitely no. Dude, they got on their one. horse, man. They didn't Getting, fuck around. They didn't fuck around. It's like when I saw the Who, like three days after uh, John Entwistle died, thought for sure they were gonna like. Yeah. No, we got Pino on the phone. He said he could make it. That's, Let's go. Isn't that, that's a little, that's a little, a little mercenary, man. It is a little bit. No. Oh, that doesn't Roger sit right. Roger got kids right. to feed. I guess I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Did they even look at him on stage? Did it's even... hard to know. He never moved. Yeah, so they called him the ox man. He just fucking stood there and let his fingers do the talking. Yeah, but I mean the new, the replacement. Oh, the new guy. I don't. Yeah, they, yeah I don't know. They, I don't think Pete and, and Roger were looking at each other. I, I don't even know if they're friends or even like each other. It's yeah, just, gotta go to work sometimes. It's just show up, yeah. dude. Even if you're framing, you gotta fucking you gotta show up. You gotta show up and talk to people a little bit. A little as possible though. <laughs> that is very true. How about I play the next one? I'm going to follow you. Yep. Yeah. That's what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> Should be the start of a rap song. <laughs> Hold on. I just want to do that again. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that again. Oh. Mm. Getting into the Isley Brothers territory right here. All right. Even that guitar is a little bit Isley Brothers. Oh man, we got left and right guitar. Yeah. Shit is sounding good in the I Rock, you know what I mean? Yes. Woo! 
You got that new hi-fi system? throughout some 80s with the, it's the the stalker perspective yeah you know it's the I'll be wrapped around your finger it's the <laughs> yeah. somebody eyes are watching you what is, what is it from the Commodores what did uh what's his name oh Wait, right. hello is it hello yeah yeah he he's wrote watching, that he's talking that blind girl is it nah I'm, I'm, I'm video, not talking I'm about, about the music of, video <laughs> yeah I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not talking about a theme of blind girl songs but uh but of uh, stalker songs, yeah. But he, he had some. I had some before. Prejudice. I started talking. Shit. That's where the lighters come out of the show. Sweaty summer streets kind of mm-hmm. guitar solo. Ooh, the pinch our money. Yes. Yes. Neil. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. That's just. <laughs> it just lets it. Yes, ride it out. These streets are like that, guys. You can't turn it on and off the way that I do. Guys sing harmonies like that. It reminds me of like the Eagles or something. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's good shit. You got some high singing fellas. Yep. It's mixed too. They got those live drums just yeah. right in the perfect spot. That reverb, yeah, and it doesn't get lost either. No, it's not over. I mean, there's just the basics going on here guitar, bass, drums. It feels airy, but it doesn't feel hollow. Could be a little bit of keyboard in there. Oh, oh, that's nasty, right? <laughs> <laughs> A little growl to it, man. Come on, dude. The production, I really, I think the biggest surprise. I knew there was gonna be good songs. I've I've heard this record and songs from it, but I really like the production is actually what's getting me in the in this listening. Yeah, in the headphones. In the, I hadn't listened the headphones. to headphones yet. Yeah, this is the first headphone listen, and uh, I think it's it's mixed for that you know car radio eight yes. track 
you know, car was really starting to be, you know, you could really get the premium car systems. This is like 1980 is actually like the first time I heard Abracadabra and I was in the back of a Camaro. Like, Abra, yeah, Abra. Yeah, Steve Miller. Oh, yeah, yeah. In the back of a Camaro with nice. a souped up sound system circa 1980. Yeah. And it sounded amazing. It sounds good. Yeah, it's never sounded as good since. I've listened to that song again. It didn't sound as good. Yeah. Let's do it again. Yeah, you know, time's passed and stuff like that. But this is this this is mixed for that car stereo. Mm-hmm. It, there's a lot like an like, Alpine. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> soon to be. Did they have Alpine in the eighties? I wasn't like, even a company. Yeah, 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 Alpine for sure. Really? Blaupunk. Alpine. I don't know if you should be calling me these <laughs> insults. I feel like All these are that. Northwest insults you're throwing at me. Yeah, you Blaupunk. Yeah, Blaupunk. Alpine, <laughs> snow cap, motherfucker. <laughs> you you the run off. The, the Craco I was rocking, so. <laughs> Dude, I, I had slider knobs for my, I had to treble in a bass. And, <laughs> and John, who a guest on our podcast, um, he used to talk about how many, how, how many tweeters do you have in here? <laughs> <laughs> there was like no bass, loud truck, mm-hmm. a lot of high end. Yeah. Not good. Dash, just dash speakers, right? Just dash speakers. Yeah, there's nothing aftermarket. Nothing. I don't think I had a good stereo until way like took a while. Well, you yeah, some, some of the vehicles, yeah, and some of the vehicles I've seen you drive a good stereo, unless you insulate the whole thing, it's not you're not doing anything. Yes, I do. I do enjoy the vintage vehicles. You like a you like a airy, <laughs> you know. You like to hear some things move in that thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm the same way. I'm rolling up in a '92. Yeah, it's loud as fuck. Yeah, uh, at this point, right. but at some point, you know, tamp it down. The first good stereo was when Hillary. Bought that Range Rover. Yeah. That yeah. thing had a subwoofer mounted to the chassis. Yeah. And when you turned it up. No rattle. Sounded good. Them British people, they may not know how to make cars. Right. But they put the good stereo on. I think it was like Bose or some shit. That was the very first time. Nice. It's very late in life. I think it was 30. Yep. Jared, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm going with you on that. You're going to yes and that? I'm going to yes and first time when, when I got my Subaru, I got you go. a decent, you know, the the... the slight upgrade of their stereo package that they could do, which I think was extra tweeters. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But at least this one had the bass as well. It wasn't anything crazy, Yeah, but it was a solid sounding vehicle. You know, the doors closed all nice yes. and shit. Like it was insulated. It was a, you know, that sound when a, when a door closes and you're just like, Ooh, your air pressure. Kind of goes, <laughs> your butthole says, <laughs> just makes that sound. <laughs> oh yeah, like, shit's airtight. Everything's gonna stay Here's in now. Ears pop, your butthole gets tight. <laughs> it just gets tight. <laughs> you fart, your ears are pop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is uh, this is tomfoolery. Uh, speaking of other ladies of the '80s, we're coming up to a cover of Kate Bush. Oh shit. Uh, the, oh fuck! Wuthering Heights and shit. If we weren't talking about people, well, we were, we were fascinated with what the Fairlight is when we were listening mm-hmm. to the Cult album. Mm-hmm. We've since learned what the Fairlight is. We have, and who perhaps the ma- the mistress of the Fairlight herself, Kate Bush. I think she, that was like, yeah. oh shit, 
that was her, like, uh, when you see Stevie Wonder in that old room with the two guys in lab coats plugging shit in, and he's playing, like, the first synthesizer, right, right. and you're like, he's the genius <laughs> of the synth. That's Kate Bush on the Fairlight. Unreal. She just didn't need the dude in the lab coats because we'd evolved. Yeah. But she put in the work. She, I would say she's one of the maestros of the Fairlight. Yeah. I doubt there's Fairlight on this version, but. But you just shout out to Kate Bush. Yeah. Who's having a moment. Yeah. That, oh, that reminded me of something. Uh, Neil, I think Neil has got a little bit of a um, cult guitarist. Was it Billy? Billy Duffy. Billy Duffy. Bing, there's, bing, bing. There's <laughs> like little the, bells. <laughs> yeah, and there's there's a there's an education and approach in the guitar that's beyond the music that they're playing, but you can tell they're drawing from. Yeah, you know, a little more than your average bear. Yeah. Oh, a little bit of the last song there for you. No extra charge. Oh my God, chorus, chorus, phase maybe. What? Prince? What? Out on the winding, windy moors, we'd roll and fall in green. She's like, oh, you thought I was just all about hells for children and screaming? Yeah. That's where she brings in the control, the, all that. Kate Bush ain't nothing to fuck with. It's not a very old song at this point either. Yeah, wow. Early adopter, Pat Benatar. Again, Black Sabbath would destroy this. <laughs> you don't hear Black Sabbath do Wuthering Heights now. Um, but you know what? Another, comp- another comparison I, that I've been chewing on is uh, Pat Benatar and Henry Rollins. <laughs> what? Okay. I think... Go on. I think they're in a similar vein of Raleigh's singing at times with kind of raw metaphors, right? you know, okay. kind of boiled down him, like... I can see Henry screaming hells for children. Sure. There's a, there's a few other songs, a few other moments on here. I know this is a little Kate Bush jam, but... um. I think they're sharing some space uh, uh, with that. Um, I'm not going to be too flowery with what I'm going to try <laughs> sure. to tell you right now. No. Approach. She's, yeah. She won't always err on the side of the poetic. She, just make sure it rhymes. She, 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 <laughs> the rhyme is more important than the mystery. You know? It's really, and probably on the next song, uh, I'll bring it up on the next song, but lyrics are just kind of like... What I call the uh, the spinal tap lyrics, yeah, you know, or it's like uh, kind of a little on the nose. Like, hey, we'll get there. Yeah, yeah. But Pat's singing her ass off right now. Yeah, listen to it.
lost in that guitar solo. I'm not gonna lie. My yeah. head went back a little bit. And, and what were they doubling? Was he doubling? Yeah, right he started doing like the scorpion shit at the end. Yeah. <laughs> telling you. Yeah, they're doing caper out here. such a nice winding vocal line because it's, it's the circular chords move around like yeah get to, that's Kate's genius like that the compositions are you can't help but get wrapped up into it yeah that, that's why they gotta fade out too you can't find your there's no yeah, we're, we're the end that's the uh we had a song called uh, Trace Nemo that had the circular chords where you, if you yeah. fell off the bus on that one, uh-huh. good fucking luck. Yeah. Because it was is even shorter rotation than that. Yes. It was three dun, dun, chord, dun, 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 three dun, chords dun, dun, getting played in a four chord sequence, basically. So the first chord you started yep. on was always different. And it was over, a, I think it was over a 4-4 four, four beat yes. too, which is just... It bends and tugs yeah. and it pushes. It never on. ends. It yeah. never starts. It never. It does start, yeah. but you, you feel like you're joining it in progress. I gotta. I gotta try to remember. Do we have that recorded anywhere? Doubt it. Maybe. Maybe. Probably the live show. You don't have that EMP show. I do somewhere. Yeah. I was singing. I was singing the river. Uh, no shit. Yesterday or today when I was driving, wow. which is funny. It's a good Bruce Springsteen song. And then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I remember that you annexed those lyrics for another song. I'm not exactly prolific, Chris. <laughs> and I, I, I was having, uh, as I was singing it, thinking about that, I was like, that'd be, that would have been so funny if I would have made a stink about that. <laughs> no, you can't. Uh, Season assist, Chris White from Um Yeah. When, yeah. When you write like one set of lyrics a year, sometimes you gotta hey man, it's, it's gotta recycle. Many, you, know, you don't like the earth. Many painters <laughs> have painted over canvases. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Plus, you did it justice too. But that was a good song. Was yeah. A good song. Anyway, Trace Kate writes some good ones. Kate writes some good ones. Master of the Fairlight. Hmm. Get into it. She's another lady of the eighties. So yeah. I'd be hearing from her. What I love about this podcast, Jared, is uh, it, it it just keeps getting more, more um, artists pops up. Knitting there's, there's and knitting and knitting. That's it. It's crazy. We're never going to run out of shit. We're the next to last song. And this, this one is probably the worst offender of like the, what I call the spinal tab lyrics. Even the, you know, the prisoner of love is the name of the song. Yeah. You know, like the Eagles were a victim of love. And, you know, you're going to be like, you, know, you always had to write like you're, you're a refugee or you're, you, you, you're helpless to it. Yeah. To it's or draw. As, as Justin Hawkins in the darkness uh, did the Japanese prisoner of love. Well, he believes in a thing called love. He does. But I don't know Japanese prisoner. Of Japanese love. prisoner of love. <laughs> Check it out, everybody. It's a good one. Um, but here she's just a just a regular old prisoner of love. The lyrics are yeah, they're very very David Saint Hubbins lyrics on this one. <laughs> Who is uh, Sia? Had the uh, she's a hostage to love. Like oh, everyone's yeah, you know. Sure. 
love against their will, you know. Power of love. Yes. Curious thing. Oh, labor of love too. Album title. Drink. Is, uh, I see a little bit of pop Madonna, for right? sure. You know this kind of that kind of song. like this could have if if Pat was was kind of uh, cuter, could be dancier. Yeah, cuter, dancier. You could you could bend it that way. This yeah. composition. It's not you. Know, she's a prisoner. Whatever. I was just at Alcatraz last week, and Chris, I seen how real Did prisoners got to. You, go you went there. I had to go to the Rock. Ooh. It's creepy. Is it? It's got to be creepy, right? Dang. It's creepy. I love Vicky. I just kept telling Hillary's like, oh, so like, I was like, yeah, everywhere you look, basically somebody got the, the shit raped out of them. So you know, there's bad vibes in these walls. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. He just don't want to hang out in prison. It was cool because they talk about when the uh, Native Americans took it over in the 70s and we're like, yeah, it's ours now. Right. That was kind of dope. It did they let them have it? Nah. Oh, they let them have it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, they were there for like a year and a half. They, they, they had a good run, but... what? It, it's just a, yeah. I don't know. But it's the like boat a museum ride was of nice. sadness. It is. It was like nothing fun. But like Machine Gun Kelly was there. Not the rapper, but the actual yeah, one. Yeah, you know? and Al Capone was Al there. And the Birdman. Who was a piece Clint of shit? Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Sean Connery. Sean Connery was there. Nicolas Cage was there. I had to do it. Ed Harris. Yeah. Which, that's actually cool. Yeah. It was a fun ride across the bay. Yeah. But I doubt, you know... Nobody, nobody there was feeling like they were a prisoner of love. I bet you. So, prisoner of love as a metaphor is kind of sad because it means you know it's a little you, codependent. You don't, yeah, it's codependent. You don't have agency. Yeah, it's definitely codependent. You or it's just dependent. That's it. You know, I can't help myself. But it doesn't sound like I can't help myself, and I'm so stoked on it. <laughs> you know it's like I can't I, I can't every time I see the ocean I can't help myself from jumping in yeah. or feeling elated it's, it's well, more that like is the sentence prisoner. you get when you're convicted for your crimes of passion yeah right you become an inmate of love you get you get inmate of love they're not the best lyrics on the prison record. raped of love <laughs> <laughs> you get the shitty commissary of love mm-hmm <laughs> Uh, guard looking the other way of love. Yep. It's all in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hundred cigarettes for one pill of, of love. love. Yeah, come on. Bedside bedside chin up bar of love. It's best that we just move on from that song altogether probably and just go to the last song. And it yeah. and it's it's in the perfect spot. You, if you're this if you you know, in for a dollar, in for a dime, in for a quarter, in, in for, for a penny, in for a pound. In for, in for yours and for mine. Stitching time saves nine. We've, this is where we started, Chris. This, this is, is where we came in. This is how we begin. This is how we're going to go out. Last song, Out of Touch. I'm so, out of touch. This thing of hollow notes. This is not that. It's, it's actually out dash a dash touch. Out, oh, out, out of touch. Out of touch. See, now 
I spell it O U T T A. That's how I would have done it. Too. That's how. Pat's like nah. That's how. Those we we learned with it. Van Halen apostrophes, yeah. and now with Pat hyphens running, dancing, dancing, <laughs> the, <laughs> and journey, loving, touching, squeezing. You know. Exactly. Nobody like G's. Yeah, I, yeah. G's were so seventies. This is the eighties, uh-huh. man. We don't need G's. No, we don't need G's. Not yet. They're coming. They come back. Yeah, they're coming. Jesus. It'll be nothing but a Jesus G thing before you know it, baby. <laughs> Out of touch. Okay. It's like an MTV thing. Totally. MTV wasn't a thing yet. Devo. Exactly. I've seen your picture in the paper on the front page of magazine. I pull the trigger right at you on billboards and movie screens. Think of like uh, wow, Berlin too, like or, or the ho- the motels. Who does nobody walks in L.A. or you know shit like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, all those photograph, uh, all those bands from L.A. at this time. A little Jake Isles in there. Yes, it's a little. Yup. Yeah, that's a Jake Isles riff. It's it's like the the agitated but with no soul kind of eighty uptight. Yeah, it's very shoulder pad almost. Like <laughs> you, you see it coming. The ties are skinny. Yes. What I like about you. So is, I mean, is this about an ex-lover though? One, she, one, she mentioned Danger Zone before, before Kenny, before Kenny. Yes. Also, BK. The Danger Zone is mentioned in that Stuart Copeland song uh, for the droids. Uh, he mentions the Danger Zone. Yeah, well, when you're speaking with droids, there ain't about droids. Always Danger Zone. It's, it's Danger Zone. You don't know where robots going to go. Do. Can't you see I'm obsessed? I do anything I'm possessed. I'm in a constant rage with illuminary state. Chuck Berry shit. Yes. Patty be good. <laughs> I've seen your picture in the paper on the front page of magazine. So you ever think Neil asked like so, say uh, who's this song about? <laughs> Patty? Well, you know, Neil sometimes I write from a character's point of view. You know, <laughs> character my ass. I would. I don't know because you you were saying some names last night when you yeah. were sleeping. Like, just trying to think, what's his name? <laughs> Who's this Jane Michael Vincent? You keep saying. <laughs> <laughs> what the keyboard players doing back there? He just, he's just like, let me get on this one a little bit. Yeah, 
Robert. It's like somebody's Casio watch going on. Because you know Neil knows how to play the keyboard, yeah, too. He can do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This guy's starting to wear the keyboard. Is starting to wear triangle sunglasses and, and skinny <laughs> ties. Keyboard tie. <laughs> yeah. Trying to kind of <laughs> like long sleeve button down shirt with the sleeves down. Uh-huh. <laughs> like a drummer at this point knows he's got a job. <laughs> We're done. We're done. (laughs) I don't know why they paradise city after that. No, (laughs) didn't you hear us? We're done. Hurdle, Axel. We're done. (laughs) Yeah, nice job, Pat. We did that one. That was a that was something I haven't I haven't listened to those songs in quite a while. No, I mean other than "Hit Me with Your Best Shot," which just I think somewhere in my DNA is always playing. Yeah, it's it's on a loop somewhere in the back part of your brain. For sure. Yeah. If anybody says the word tough or cookie, mm-hmm. uh, history. Or notch know. in your lipstick case. Get right you to it. tally, man. Yeah. You ain't nothing but a notch in her lipstick case. I know. Which Damn. Is, is, it's, that's pretty badass. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. She's serving it up hot, too. Yeah. Yeah, no holds barred in a way. Pat Benatar. No. That's probably that's a terrible She'll, way to sum it up. It did rhyme though, and you know how Noel's Bard, <laughs> Pat Benatar. There's no hard that's not D. Quite rhyme. There's no hard D on Pat Benatar's name, and let me tell you, I considered it. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't discretion the better part of valor these days, Chris? Yeah, yeah probably not on this episode. Maybe on the next episode, we'll figure that out. We'll see you then. <laughs> Smoke weed every day. You're listening to the TNE Network.